Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, we've got one of our great Open to Hope authors on today, and I'm excited to be talking about her book. And we're going to be also talking about adults coping with death in the family. So you want to introduce our guest? Sure. Our guest today is Becky O. Jennison. And Becky is a writer for the Open to Hope Foundation, so she writes for us. You can go to our foundation site and, and read what she's written. So she is also no stranger to loss. She has lost her father, mother, and brother. She is the creator of the Death Dialogues Project. She is trained as a nurse and a therapist, and she is the author of Death and Its Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Beautiful Lessons, and the book, The Stars Spoke. Welcome to the show, Becky. Thank you, thanks for having me. We have a lot of adults that are, you know, the trauma of losing a family member when you're an adult. You know, adults losing parents, adults losing siblings. Um, I know uh, with your background, you started out, um, your father died when you, what, 21? Yeah, 22, yes. And you also had an ambivalent relationship with him, which I want to get to after we fast forward to the fact that you um, lost your brother five years ago and then yeah. your 93-year-old mother, uh, what, shortly after that? Yeah. Yeah, nine months ago. Yeah. And, and you've been in the world of grief and loss with your death dialogues and your podcast and You've been storytelling about grief for years and years, right? Well, basically, I'd been working around grief and loss for almost my whole adult life. And it was after my brother died five years ago that the project was born. Oh, okay. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, in retrospect, Heidi and I were talking about this because her brother uh, died in her 20s and uh, her dad died about a year and a half ago. What, what did you see differently in your 20s about a loss that you did as an adult and, you know, an older adult with your brother, your mother? Well, I think what it taught me more than anything is that it's about relationship and the relationship for me, it was about the relationship I had with the person rather than it just the fact that it was a family member. So for for my father, he was a very complicated, troubled man who had a very pleasant public persona. So a lot of people didn't know that, but was very filled with rage at home. And so my mother was the only one still in the household then, and she was still getting the brunt of that. And so I was very shocked um, that we were able to come from a place of compassion with my father. He was, um, by the time he got to the hospital, he was brain dead and, but we had this vigil, which I sometimes feel like things happen the way they are meant to happen. 
in different times in our lives. And this was certainly one where it felt like full circle. We were given this opportunity while he wasn't officially dead to be in this room with him for eight hours. And my brothers, especially, I'm the youngest. My youngest brother that died is, was seven years older than me. And my oldest is 15 years older than me. And we, um, we were able to, they were all able to sit by him and hold a vigil. And, you know, times we would leave a person alone and, and talk. And then later, I was shocked because there was a sense of relief for my mom and I. She was no longer in danger. She was no longer in fear. She felt like a bird who'd been released from a cage. There was some beauty with that, but I was still shocked at the little girl inside that was missing the father that I could have had more than I was missing the father that I had even because he had so many positive sides that he'd shown the world. And so I always knew and how he would be with my friends. So I always knew what it could look like if I had that father. The biggest take home for me with that is, um, yeah, that it is about the quality, the connection, the relationship. And um, that for me, the depth of my grief totally correlates to the depth of the relationship I had with that person. Now, since my mother and brother died, I had another brother who died as well, who was wow. found dead and, and, and two in-laws. And we, so we, we had five, six deaths in rapid succession. And yeah, definitely could feel the difference in those. Um, with my brother, probably the heart, you know, the most heart tugging and and tearing me part, apart and putting me back together differently, as I say, was probably my brother who um, was just, and my mother to a degree, but we know at 93, you know, we had been openly transitioning. She was very vocal. It was a beauty, beautiful thing, her, her whole last six months of life and leading up to her death. And even her, her death was a magical um, transition of sorts. Uh, so there was some peace to that, but, but my brother was a very young 60, you know, at the time and, and very, very young and spirit filled. And he was the person that was everybody's rock, but my biggest support. I didn't realize how much of a pyramid we were of strength in our family and how much mm -hmm. we depended on. So having those two pieces gone and floating yeah. around on my own, I still feel like I'm free floating sometimes because I just don't have that constant. They were the people, they were my people. Mm -hmm. they, they were your go-to people. From birth, you know, yeah. from birth. Well, yeah. and, and you know, it is, it is interesting to lose a sibling. I mean, my brother died when I was 20. We expect to, we come into the world in relatively the same time, even though if there's an age difference, we expect to grow old together and we expect to die relatively around the same time. And like you said, 60 is, is young for somebody dying. Um, so you, I'm sure expected to have many more years with your brother on the earth and we are parallel travelers in life together. And I expected to, him to be at least on the other end of the phone as I was going through my mother's death. And, mm -hmm. you know, Very that was point. maybe the biggest first sucker punch was, yeah. um, you know, wow, we were going to do this together. I talk about the great mystery a lot, but I still have a relationship with them. 
I mean, I go for a walk on the beach and I talk out loud to them. And um, there's times that I feel, you know, I, I, I say my team because I'm not sure who all's on my team, but I've got, you know, a few, quite a few loved ones over there now. And, you know, the first time I became a grandma, my grandmother lived with us and died of leukemia when I was three years old. And I do remember her. I was yet to be three. And I, and I do remember her and, you know, the first grandbaby I had, I thought, well, goodness, if I ever wanted to believe in a guardian angel, of course, she's been up there looking out mm -hmm. for me. No, I love it's, that. I love that, that visual. Well, oh. tell us uh, about how people can get in touch with you. And I know you do a podcast and they can go on our site and find some of your writing there and uh, tell us again about your book and what you're doing. Yeah, so the book was basically born out of the project, but also out of my career. You know, I, I conducted dignity therapy with people who were in their last six months of life, um, based on the work of Har Harvey Chechenov. 